In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FMs. stepped out the door this morning and I thought, do I need a jacket? 59 degrees right now here on Columbus Road and guess what? They say it's going to be in the upper 80s uh, most of the next week or so. Headed up to a high of 72 today though. It's a Tuesday, folks. September 13th, 2022. Scott's here, and uh, you're doing well, right? Um, no, as what? well as I can be. Oh, okay. Pretty good shape for the shape I'm in. Okay. Are you talking about, like, um, what do you call it? Stuff in the air or what? Uh, that part of that too. Okay. Pollen, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That's Things it. like that. That's yeah, part of that too. Okay. Boy, sorry to hear you aren't tipped up. Um, so let's see here. Today, September 13th. Today's a free for all uh, here on the program, so we've got uh, the customary topics to discuss, like uh, today is this, today is that, and so on. So, um, on the list of those things, today is the day of the programmer. Now, I don't think they're talking about broadcast programming. <laughs> I think it's all computers, you know? So it's it's got to be. But uh, they don't specify. So, anyway, the day of the programmer. It's National Peanut Day. Now, did you have you have peanuts in your um, whatever it was our sponsor, right? Peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's peanut made something. from peanuts. Yeah. It's National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. It's National Ants on a Log Day. Now, why? Why? Um, why would we have such a thing? Because it's a food. Ants on a log? Yeah. What is that? So, okay. You spread peanut butter on celery and put raisins on the top of it. It's called ants on a log. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. Well, okay. That's okay, I guess. Okay, now help me with this next one. National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. You know, there are so many medical terms. And I'm I'm embarrassed that I don't know what celiac is. And um and yet I've heard the term a number of times. So National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. It is an autoimmune disease that uh, also affects 3 million people here in uh, this country. I do believe it is. 
they have to people with this disease have to avoid gluten due to the immune response that damages <clears throat> the good bacteria in the small intestine, the villi. Over time, the damage prevents the absorption of nutrients into the body. Grains such as wheat, barley, rye, and even some oat products contain gluten. The destruction of that is irreversible, and the only known treatment is a carefully controlled diet. Hmm. Okay. Well, today's National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. National Bald is Beautiful Day. I'm amazed at how many people I have known who are now bald. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, <clears throat> and not all of them is it natural. I mean, they some of them are just shaving their heads. Yep. Um, Any of your classmates at the class reunion bald? Yes. Yes. But that's not a great example because most of them I had trouble recognizing anyway, you know, <laughs> after all these years. Um, but bold is beautiful day. Okay. Uncle Sam day. Uncle Sam. All right. Well, that's the list for today. As is customary, we talk about historical things that occurred on this date, generally speaking. Once again, the date is September 13th. So on this date in the year 335, that's a long time ago, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre consecrated in Jerusalem. Only a thousand years later, in the year 1224, Francis of Assisi is afflicted with the stigmata after a vision praying on Mount Verna. A stigmata. Um, if, do you mind looking that one up? Stigmata? Yeah. No, I don't mind if the internet wouldn't cooperate. Oh. It keeps going in and out. So, may take a moment. Okay. Well, I could get my phone out, I guess. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. It is a in Christian mysticism, bodily marks, scars, or pains corresponding to those of the crucified Jesus Christ. Okay. Hmm. Okay, now I have a question that I'm afraid will be terribly embarrassing for me. But I'll say it anyway. In terms of the calendar, when was Jesus Christ alive? Well, you go from... B.C. to A.D. Okay, I'm glad you remembered that because I had momentarily forgotten that. So so you go from zero so to... So it's zero. Yeah, he lived to be 33 years old. Okay. 
when he was crucified. Okay. According to scripture. Yeah. See, I knew I was going to be embarrassed, but oh well. Now I, I've got it back in my mind very well again. Okay, let's move on. <clears throat> in the year 1501 on this date, Michelangelo uh, begins work on his Statue of David, a masterpiece of Renaissance sculpture. Eighteen forty-five on this date, English chemist Michael Faraday discovers the Faraday effect, which was the influence of a magnetic field on polarized light. Hmm. Let's let's uh, mess with that one for a moment. Polarized light. Yeah, and. How can a magnetic field affect polarized light? The Faraday effect. Oh, you want that? Okay. Um, well, I mean, waiting, that's that's what they waiting for the internet again. It keeps popping in and out. What is meant by polarized light? It has a light that has its vibration limited to one plane. We're getting into physics and maybe even some chemistry here. Light is radiation in the form of an electromagnetic wave. A wave of light will move in a particular direction. As it moves, it also vibrates in different directions. Hmm. What is an example of polarized light? Common examples of surfaces that reflect polarized light are undisturbed water, glass, sheet plastics, and highways. In this instances, light waves that have the electric field vectors parallel to the surface are reflected to a greater degree than those with different orientations. Well, we tried. I'm still not sure I know what it means. Anyway, say you, you used the word highways a moment ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I, coming to work this morning, I noticed several um, big crews of, of um, highway, um, the, the stripes they put on roads and paint trucks is what I'm trying to say. I'm just not doing a good job of it. But um, you know, each crew had about six vehicles in it, and they uh, re-striped the highways. And um, it, so I'm, and they have signage up on the trucks like "Do not pass." Um, they don't want you driving across freshly painted stripes and putting, you know what I mean spreading the paint around until it has quickly dried or maybe not so quickly but um, and then lots and lots of those um, oh those cones right mm -hmm. so um, I have a feeling they're going to be doing a good bit of work in our area here in the next day or two um, or, or today as 
well. So um, pay attention, please. All right. Well, let's see here. Paro polarized light. Um, just a couple more here. 1847, the American-Mexican War. Our U.S. General Winfield Scott captures Mexico City. I guess I had completely forgotten that there was such a thing as a Mexican War. 1993, public unveiling of the Oslo Accords. I'll say that better. Of unveiling of the Oslo Accords, an Israeli-Palestinian peace agreement initiated by Norway, which was signed by Israeli Minister of Foreign Affairs uh, Shimon Peres and the PLL, uh, PLO official um, Mahmoud Abbas. All right. Let's, uh, let's do some uh, birthdays. Well, this guy looks familiar, and the name sounds familiar, but I don't know, have any idea why. Arnold Schoenberg. S-C-H-O-E-N-B-E-R-G. Who was born um, on this date in 1874. He died in 1951. He was an Austrian-American composer, music theorist, and teacher, writer, and painter. Okay. He was associated with the Expressionist movement in German poetry and art and leader of the Second Viennese School. Well, the photograph I, <coughs> I guess it's a photograph that I have here of his face, he doesn't look like a very happy guy. Oh, well. Um... Arnold Schoenberg, primarily music. Okay, now, I even, I don't know how to say this. Hissain, H-I-S-S-E-N-E, that's the first name. Habre, H-A-B-R-E. He was born on this date in 1942. He died just last year in 2021. What is, um, I just don't have a clue here. He was the fifth president of Chad from 1982 until he was deposed in 1990. I think I'm saying that right, C-H-A-D. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's Shad or Shad. I think it's Chad, yeah. the country. Well, we have more of these, but I just happened to notice the phone has been lit, so... Good morning. You're on the air. Morning. It's J.W. How are you? Yes, sir. Hey, fine. Good morning. Hey, Dave, are you going to have someone or have you had someone on to talk about the uh, big weekend here, the Black Alumni Reunion Weekend? Um, the answer is I don't have anybody scheduled. But please don't. Why not, young man? I, this is a big deal, sir. I've, I've just been overwhelmed with different things. So... Help me out. I can't help you out because I need you to help me out and tell me what's going on. You're a radio station. I'm looking to you for advice and what's going on and what I should attend and not attend. Well, um, I don't have any details here in front of me. So Do you think you could get anybody on tomorrow? It starts Thursday, I understand, through Sunday. 
uh, I guess too late now, but uh, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. So it'll it'll probably be my last one in Athens to, well, to be a part what, of. In some why do you ways. say so, that? I'm winding up my time here, baby. Does that mean you have intentions of moving? That means I'm winding up my time here, as I said. But you should try to, yeah, I mean, it's probably too late now. But anyway, big weekend this weekend. Hey, could you reach out to Winsome and see if she can come in tomorrow? <clears throat> Athens is going to have more black people here than you've ever seen in your life. People are going to have heart attacks and passing out and stuff there, you know. Well, I want to talk about the nice events. I'm trying to be uh I'm trying to be funny here, Dave. Oh, You're oh not okay, being I missed it. Man. I missed it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I'm just giving Scott a hard time. All these black guys walking down the street, they're going to swear that they've been let out, of, let out of prison or something. Some of them. <laughs> oh, come on. Good Lord, early, too. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I do know that Little Professor is going to have a, a book, special book window opportunity for all uh, all things black, uh, black authors. Uh, there's a book signing from a lady, an OU alum. My book's up there. <clears throat> Dr. Carolyn Bailey Lewis's book is up there. Mm-hmm. Swing by there and check out those books, man. I hear it's huge, and that's going to be a nice, nice thing. And you may see this handsome black blind guy hanging around, so you definitely need to come by and shake his hand and get close to him. Maybe some of him, his good stuff will rub off on you. That's probably not a good thing to say. Well, Any, Anyway, Dave, I just love you. Pulling your chain every once in a while to yeah. keep you alert over there. You're 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 good at it. <laughs> no, I'm 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 dead serious. Um, no, I am too. Can uh, you? It's, it's it's a great event. Can you? I've attended it a number of times with my wife. You know. Yeah, it's a great it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, I know your wife was is it was wonderful. Absolutely. So, could you uh, could you see if you could um, if Winsome or somebody could slip in in the morning and help us with that? I wish I could. I don't, you know, I don't know what her schedule's like. Email her, man. Hey, I sent you the information about the gospel show, too, so uh, check and make sure you got that. Okay. Uh, but just send Chinu, you know, Chinu, uh there at OU. Uh, I, w- I would jump on it today and see if she could stop. If nothing else, call in. Have her call in tomorrow if she could. Okay. Let me see what I can do. All right, brother, I was being kind of crazy and silly, but it's a great weekend, and um, we're checking out. You bet. Give, give, give us your thoughts on uh, the Bengals game. Here's my thoughts. If, uh, wait a minute. It's were you, were the, you finished up with your other topic? I'm done. Okay. It, it was the worst I've ever seen Joe play um, it wasn't in all, all my years of following him, in yeah. high school included. It wasn't all him. But let me finish. Okay. It was the worst I've ever seen him play. So he he definitely has to you know he got to take he got to take responsibility. Having said that, he won the game. He just can't kick the damn ball. What do you want him to do? Kick the <laughs> yeah. ball, sell the popcorn, hike the ball, eat the hot dogs too. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! The guy won the game, having the worst game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, and he could and and but he couldn't kick the point. I, I just. <laughs> Or hike it uh, or hold it. And you spend all that money on a on replace four of your five offensive lines. Oh man. And that that guy running around for his life, I <laughs> Dallas is gonna be pretty pissed this Sunday, this weekend. They're gonna get my man hurt again. Yep. And I I, I don't wanna see it. I, I don't wanna see it. They've got to 
some of that play calling, I just Pitiful. I mean, you kick that field goal. Joe is Joe, but you kick that field goal. You don't. And then he goes and throws interception. I mean, you you don't you just take the points. Yeah. Uh, if you take those three points, they win the game. Yep. I just it was uh, it was so frustrating. It oh was, yeah. It reminded me of the Green Bay game last year that they lost, but this one they should have won. I mean, they should. And you got a backup hiker that can't even. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. That was bad. That was that was that was. And you know the guy that played for Cincinnati last year on the defensive end, you know he had an impact on that game. He knew a lot of that stuff. Sure he did. Okunjobi knew a lot of those running plays. You could tell him saying, hey, so gonna... he knew those sets. Uh, I just, don't get me started. I was so, I was, hey, hey, hey uh, Scott, I was ready to text you when, when they were doing the extra point. I was going to say, I was going to text you and say, I never was worried at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna text you that, and then that guy. Oh, I was gonna. I would have texted you back and said, "Had him all the way." I was gonna say, I was like, never had a problem, yeah. not a problem. Yeah. Um, why? It was why, why? Why did not Zach, the coach, challenge that touchdown pass to Jamar Chase when his I, I foot know. was on the line? The ball was clearly across the line. I know. Poor game management. Yeah, just very. You know, Joe hit a lot of that last year because he was so heroic. But Zach just he, he showed his stripes Sunday. I was yeah, like, well, you know, you got to remember he he had an appendectomy not too long ago. He no, did, no. he didn't play any preseason games. And I and Joe will be his own worst critic. And he should be. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm his worst critic this week. Well, I'm sure he was getting crucified in Cincinnati. In Absolutely the, in the media and. And he's worse on himself, else. I'm sure. He played oh, yeah. a terrible game. Yeah. But he still won the game. Yeah. They won that I mean, game. They won the game. Twice. It was there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jamar dropped a ball that was right to him. He had no one in front of him that would have scored a touchdown. Ball went right through his hands. That didn't use, didn't use Boyd enough. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. What? I mean, you lose T. Higgins and you – Joe is smarter than that. I, I it just oh, they just look like in a fog. They look and, and I'm afraid this weekend when Dallas is really pissed. Yeah, he should be. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like you and I said, Joe's not going to last long in the NFL. If he, oh no, if he keeps keeps getting beat up. Nobody can last. Oh, you can't do that. No, you can't, nobody. And and look to their credit, they 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 spent the money. But what happened Sunday? You got four supposedly new. What, he was running for his life on the first – I mean, the first play was an interception, and then from then on he was running around. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is Joe knew what they were going to do. I mean, he said – which makes it even worse. They knew what the Steelers were going to do. Absolutely. And it, it was it was sad. Yeah. I mean, it was he, a good, good game plan on the Steelers' defensive coordinator part. Absolutely. But, absolutely. You know, it just – it's uh, – You got to counteract that. I but, think when we talk about them in about three or four games, it takes about it takes about four games for you to sort of see what's happening. Yeah. So let's talk again after game four, and All I'll right. be able to give you a pretty good assessment of sort of. Although I didn't see what was happened last year, I didn't see that coming. Although I knew Joe would be great, I didn't think they'd get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I think four games in this year, we're going to get a pretty good sense 
where he's at. I just hope the man is still standing. Uh, yeah, me too. Because if he goes down, I'm not watching the Bengals. I don't give a darn about the Bengals. Yeah. So if well, he you, goes down, I'm, I'm out. Well, you know, I, I, you know that I, we, there's a lot of people around here that like to watch Joe play. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts about that game was that if Joe Burrow is not the quarterback there, that, mm-hmm. that score could have gotten really ugly. Absolutely. And absolutely. Joe, you know, that just proved how Joe's one of the best in the absolutely. NFL. Absolutely. To keep absolutely. them. Absolutely. Like I said, he won the game. Yeah, to keep them Having a in terrible the game. day for him. Yeah. Pittsburgh's defense didn't, or I mean, offense didn't hurt the Bengals that much. It was their defense. That's right. You know, and if, if Joe's not back there, then that game's yeah, out of control, in my yeah, opinion. I agree. So I, uh, I I just got a text from a listener, too, about how, you know, it's – and you'll never hear Joe say this, anything, but how Joey covers. From what I'm going to say, the incompetence of game management from the head coach of the Bengals. Well, it was on Sunday. Yeah. It was, it was too – and I didn't even like the way he talked at his press conference. He sounded – yeah. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's like, come on, man. What are you what are you talking about? Yeah. And someone may say, "Well, you you're, you're singling out the coach." Okay. Maybe so, but that's what the coach is there for. Look. That's why well, he I gets said earlier, paid the Joe big money. Joe covered up a lot of that crap last year yes, because he did. of who he is. Yes, he did. He covered it a lot cuz winning, he's like, "Hey, you know, but he covered up a lot of stuff last year and made he he's a guy that makes coaches look good." Yes, he does. Would it, wouldn't it be interesting if uh, Cincinnati had Mike Tomlin as their head coach? That guy well, doesn't panic. He doesn't panic. That would be something. Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I would like that. I would, too. I would like that. I would love it. Yeah, That's the Steelers' that. head coach, If if for those listeners who may not know who Mike Tomlin is. Right. Pittsburgh's right, right. He, he doesn't panic. He what lets the game play out, you know. It was like he did Sunday. He didn't Absolutely. panic. And look who won. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But then you look on the Bengals' side, and you got someone that's, you know, looking up, looking down, shaking her head, stewing around, you know, not challenging calls when he should. Not taking points when he should. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Kick that field goal, buddy. Yep. You're struggling. Yep. Get those points. Yep. Then they lost confidence in her kicking game. Hmm, wonder why. Yeah, I mean, you can't plan for this, yeah. and you don't have a you don't have a a backup hiker yeah. to know what he's doing. Well, everybody should know how important special teams are in games Absolutely. now. Absolutely, one extra point, yes. you win the game, That's and it. we're having a very different discussion. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah, it was sad. It was Some sad. of the Steelers were they're hanging their heads on the sideline before that extra point was blocked with two seconds left. Of course. And I, he had won the game. Yeah. The game was over. Yeah. He got he money. money he had McPherson done what he was supposed it. to do, even though he wouldn't have been happy with it. He would have been like, that was terrible. Yep. But we won the game. Yep. Yeah. Frustrating. Boy, oh, boy. That's a nice way to put it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, brother. I'm, I'm – I'm sorry, Scott brought it up. I'm, I didn't mean. I'm sorry. Every uh, time I call this show, I mean to call for two minutes. I end up talking for twenty. Okay, so so no need to apologize. Okay, I'll let you get the no, next caller. No, 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 no. Hang on, please. Um, but, but once in a while, you did use a word that we'd probably prefer you not do on the air, but that's okay. Okay. Now, um. 
But what I really wanted to say was, forgive me, but you, you do not see. You do not have vision. You are blind, right? Correct. How in the world do you possibly see so much in the details, really amazing details, from a radio broadcast, from a TV, the TV announcers? How do you get all of this in your head? Because we really don't see with our eyes. We see with our brain. So I just use that. Okay. Eyes are just light. If you, if, if, uh, if I got my sight back right now, Dave, I would still have a tough time because my brain couldn't interpret my new world huh. immediately. So well, keep that in mind. No one sees with their eyes. You see with your brain. Your eyes just give you info, and your brain has to interpret it. So that's what I do. But the way, okay, so without vision, how did you get all of that? Just by the commentators, and, and actually Scott slips me these little notes <laughs> and tells me what to say. Uh, no. He's a sports guy, too. Yeah, yeah. But from the commentators <laughs> and my experience as a football player, and, you know, I take Joe out every once in a while and slap him around and let him know, look, Joe, you got to do better. <laughs> okay. Number nine, Joe B, man, he's the man. Yeah, baby. Now, did I just hear you say when you played football? No, just oh. watched a lot of football. Okay, okay. And have you been without sight all your since life? Birth. Yeah, basically since birth. Okay. Well, I am simply amazed at your... Um, your I life. love sports, and Scott and I are going to watch a game together, and we'll probably kill each other just going crazy. I hope it's a good thing. <laughs> we don't watch, I hope we don't pick a game like if we had watched that game Sunday, we would have not been happy, would uh-uh. we? No. No way. No, we wouldn't have been happy. Uh-uh. But we'll pick one together and check it out and Alrighty. I'll make sure to have a couple of adult beverages around so I can really uh Well you you can have them all because I'm you, I don't I don't I got you. do it. I'll drink yours too. Yep. <laughs> well I once again I'm just gonna say I am amazed at how much more you see than I do. How about let us have your house, Scott and I, will come over and watch the game, and then we can really get you going at the Palmer Flesh. <laughs> oh, I like that. We should try that sometime. Let's watch the game at, at Dave's house, a nice neutral site for us, Scott, you know? <laughs> yeah, then we, we can leave when we feel like it, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All right, guys, thanks. Thank you, sure. <laughs> see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Well, let's see here. It's uh, what we? we've got uh, eleven and a half minutes left in today's program, and we're still working on uh, birthdays and that sort of thing. Um, let's see, Daniel Defoe, D E F O E. He was born on this date in the year sixteen sixty, and he died in seventeen thirty one. What was his thing? Daniel Defoe was an English writer. Trader, journalist, pamphleteer, and a spy. He is most famous for his novel Robinson Crusoe, oh, yeah. published in 1719, okay. which is claimed to be second only to the Bible in its number of translations. Okay, we have one more here, and then uh, we have another caller. 
Roald, R-O-A-L-D, that's his first name. Last name, real simple, Dahl, D-A-H-L. Born in the state in 1916, died in 1990. What was his thing? He was a British novelist, short story writer, poet, screenwriter, and wartime fighter pilot of Norwegian descent. His books have sold more than 250 million copies. Worldwide, Dahl has been called one of the greatest storytellers for children of the 20th century. Some of his books include Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, and The Witches. All right, back to our phones. Good morning. Good morning. Following up on JW and the Joe Burrow game. Did Joe get to speak uh, in the locker room? I I was listening, but I didn't hear him come on. I I have no idea. Scott, do you know? Yes, he did. How did he sound then? Oh, just, you know, he was disappointed. Yeah. And, you know, one of his comments was what I mentioned there. He, you know, it's, they, they knew what was coming from Pittsburgh, and they still couldn't resolve what was going on. I mean, he actually said they, they were going to play a too-high defense, or if they were going to come too-high defense means they were going to have a safeties in the back to prevent them from throwing deep passes. And it did. And he talked about Pittsburgh's defense, and, you know, he said, we get, basically, we have to do better with this. The commentators on your radio station there for the game do a wonderful job. They kept saying... They're repeating that five times, the same thing. You, you see them line up, you know they're going to do the same thing again. And they once said Joe had to quiet the, the crowd so he could hear the, the boss tell him what to do, uh, the coach. Yeah. So, so Joe needs to be left alone. Yeah, he, I've, right? I've said that for years. And, and, and an uprising, t- I mean, a good note to turn this over to is the Athens Messenger this past Sunday. Alan Brown has written two excellent articles on him, one that talks about Joe and the food pantry thing. Yeah, they were, they were nice articles. Great articles, and yeah. he says, he quotes Joe. He did an exclusive interview with Joe. So it, it, One thing he did quote Joe saying is, I haven't changed. My life has changed. But underneath, deep down, in this, I'm the same old guy I used to be. I'm just Joe. And if you need uplifted about Joe, God, those articles are wonderful. And there's a poster in that paper and everything. So, oh, but it was so disappointing to see the final result of the game. You're right. And, and I enjoyed your uh, talk with J.W. about it. And I, oh, I think we might you. miss him when he leaves town. I guess he's just going to probably go back to Chicago or someplace where he feels he's more needed or wanted or wants to be. Yeah, I don't know where, where, but uh, he can still stream us, still listen to us that way. Oh, that's true. But anyway, uh, just read the, the um, Sunday Messenger, and you'll all, all okay. applause positive for Joe. Yeah, yep. Alan Definitely. Brown, glad you came and became editor of our Messenger and our uh, Athens News, and you're also a former sports writer, and you, you really show it at, uh, in these articles. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to me. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see here. Um, seven minutes now left. Um, I guess it's time to look at the hard news for a moment. Um, pressure is mounting on the Kremlin. 
as Ukrainian forces uh, have continued to advance across the northeast uh, of the country, taking at least 20 more settlements as several units reportedly reached the Russian border. Ukraine's sudden successes have sparked rare criticism of the Kremlin for some Russian, from some Russian royal, uh, loyalists, and um, you know that's pretty amazing. I think the whole thing. Um, to go on, as Ukrainians celebrated the progress, Russia launched missiles against electric stations in Kharkiv and uh, Donetsk, which, of course, knocked out power for a reported 9 million people. And that all occurred um, uh, yesterday. Some high-ranking officials and analysts loyal to the president, Vladimir Putin, questioned his decision to proceed with annual holiday celebrations this past Saturday where they shot off fireworks and had uh, an opening a massive Ferris wheel despite the country's losses. At least 30 low-level Moscow area officials signed a petition demanding that Putin resign. Hmm. Well, in light of the victories, Ukraine signaled to Western countries it will require more arms support to sustain the offensive uh, into 2023, including a tactical missile system. Now, if you recall, President Joe Biden had previously refused um, out of concern that it could spark a wider conflict. All right, let's see here. Speaking of President Biden, he appointed a biomedical scientist, Dr. Rene Wesgrazine, something like that, to lead the advanced research recovery and focus, uh, whoops, um, to the advanced, um, let me start that over. He appointed this doctor to lead the advanced research projects agency for health during a speech on his Cancer Moonshot Initiative. Um, he did that in Boston yesterday. The initiative aims to cut the cancer death rate in half over the next 25 years. The speech, timed with the 60th anniversary of former President John F. Kennedy's speech about reaching the moon, laid out his vision for ARPA-H to detect, prevent, and treat diseases such as diabetes and cancer, including a study that seeks to use blood tests to screen against multiple cancers. The agency, which was created in March to make medical health research and innovation breakthroughs, is projected to cost $6.5 billion over three years. The president also called on the private sector to make drugs more affordable 
and announced an executive order giving more federal funds to boost biotechnology and biomanufacturing production. And, of course, to be developed in the United States. Well, the American Cancer Society, American Cancer Society, estimates over 609,000 people will die of cancer diseases just in this year of 2022. And, of course, I guess we could also mention Biden lost his son, Bo, to brain cancer back in 2015. Well, let's see here. We had the Emmys, didn't we? And um, I don't know if um, I was watching a little bit of that last night. Do you like um, the show Saturday Night Live? Do you ever watch it? Oh, yeah. I used to like it better years ago, but now it's, for me, it's just become too political. Mm-hmm. But uh, years ago, when it, they did less of that, it's pretty funny. You know, way back when John Belushi was on and then evolving into uh, other characters, too. Um, Let's see, uh, Chris Farley, he was so funny. He was probably one of the funniest I've ever seen Mm. on Saturday Night Live. And, uh, well, you know, the Mike uh, Myers was good. Dana Carvey, Keenan Thompson. Yeah, he's good too. Um, he's the current guy. And he hosted the show last night, the Primetime Emmy Awards. And it's odd, um, You know, in the old days, of course, as a kid, we had four TV channels. We had channel four, six, and ten. And then we had public broadcasting on um, actually a, um, a bandwidth that my TV, we didn't get at home forget the term for it, but it was up like channel 23 or something like that. But it was on a, you had to have a special receiver to get it. Now, in our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Rough start to the day on Wall Street. The Dow's down about 2% this morning following the release of new numbers on the Consumer Price Index. Inflation up 8.3% in August. Here's CBS's Jill Schlesinger. Meats, poultry, fish, and eggs up 10.5%. Things like cereals and bakery products are up by 17% from a year ago. Rice, pasta, cornmeal up by almost 16% from a year ago. 
Gas prices also down this morning to 3.71 a gallon, according to AAA. It is day two for striking nurses in Minnesota, where thousands are demanding better pay and more support staff. Crystal Moran is in Minneapolis. You worry about the patients that you left behind and that they're getting adequate care that they deserve, because we know the level of care that we give, and it's a high standard. In Britain, many are paying respects to the late Queen Elizabeth. I think it was really moving and emotional, and I'm really uh, fortunate to have had a chance to go in and pay my respects and say good my goodbyes. I'm Vicki Barker in London. A ghostly procession, hundreds of troops marching in pre-dawn darkness outside Buckingham Palace last night, rehearsing tomorrow's massive military procession, which will carry the Queen's coffin through the streets to the hall where it will lie in state until Monday's state funeral. Ukraine's progress in retaking territory is now causing some public anger in Russia. CBS's Deborah Pata explains. Ukrainians want to believe that the tide is turning in a war that's been weighted in Russia's favor, but 